Hi there, I'm Chris Gray and this ad is brought to you by The Great Cast, a podcast centred around sport performance and health within Scotland, hosted by yours truly, Chris Gray. Come join me and a plethora of guests ranging from coaches, lifters, athletes and even your average gym PT as we dive into their stories to see what drives them to do what they do. Sound interesting? Jump on that. The Great Cast, that's the G-R-A-Y-T cast. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. From the After 12 Podcast Network. It was like our first gig. It was, uh, it was actually on my 18th birthday, which ended up being an absolute riot of an evening. That's just shy of 2 million streams. I look at that and I'm like, they're big time. They're absolutely massive time. Here's, here's the Disney Plus of the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like we literally just emailed the venue, like, hey, like, can we play a show? Like, yeah, okay. And like, it was obviously just like from a personal account. I'm like, shit, we need an actual name. Like, <laughs> someone's putting a poster. I'm going to change my, my Instagram username to Death by Sexy. <laughs> oh, that's such a good name. So you know, Guaranteed that. someone's got that already. On stage at Leeds, he told the story and got 250 people to boo me. I don't think I'd, I'd be happy to finish this podcast without asking about catfish. It, it, it's thinking ambitiously, but also it, it's ambitious logic. We just write music and we just make it into collectively the best song that we possibly can make that we enjoy listening to most ourselves. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Who's Next? Now on today is a band that I've been really excited to get on um, for quite a while now. The last time they were about to come on, they went on tour and then coronavirus cut that tour short, which is a bit shit. But they're here now, so it's went on our favour. So they've managed to come on our podcast. So thanks to the coronavirus for that. That's the one good thing it's probably done. Um, so joining us today <laughs> is Dancing on Tables. It's a five-piece indie rock band from Dunfermline. If you've not heard of them, get on Spotify, get on that shit. Their last single that they released, Not To Need You, has been a massive hit. It is absolutely fantastic. And they have a new single coming out as well on the 22nd of May called Losing It. Really excited for that. But joining us today isn't all five. We've only managed to get two because we're not cool enough to get all five. So joining us is <laughs> Mr. Robbie McSkimming. He is the lead vocals and keyboard. He's better than keyboard than anyone else. Um, already. And uh, Mr. Gregor Stobie. He is bass and backing vocals as well. So guys, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Hello. Too bad. Thanks for having us. Not too bad at all. Well, it's great to have you. Um, so I guess to just sort of um, kick, kick off, for anyone who doesn't know who Dancing on Tables is, give us a rundown. Who are Dancing on Tables? What's the genre? What What are you all about? Um, we are, so there's five of us. We were mates at school um, who just kind of 
happened to play instruments that formed a band, which was quite handy. Um, and <laughs> yeah, just kind <laughs> of just kind of started playing, and it's just kind of snowballed from there. And now here we are. We were um, we're meant to be on a kind of UK tour, or whatever. And yeah, we've we've played loads of amazing shows, done some really fun things. We're indie pop is what we kind of class ourselves as. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That's I'm I'm really bad at this. I I, I write the bios <laughs> and stuff, but see when it comes to actually conveying it. <laughs> to be fair, I did kind of put you on the spot. It's not like you were expecting to be on a podcast or anything. <laughs> <laughs> to be but, fair, um, as soon as someone in a shop would ask me a question, like what's the date of birth, I like freeze up as well. Don't worry. <laughs> and that's so it's like getting fun. quizzed by a bouncer, getting your ID checked. <laughs> like, I know this. <laughs> I know this is true. I just can't remember it. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. probably well. Don't worry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, pressure you and kick you out of the podcast because uh, we kind of need you for the content. So <laughs> you, said, uh, you said you guys were obviously together um, at school. So how long has dancing on tables been a thing? Like how, like how long has it actually been since you were dancing <clears throat> on tables? Well, I think, I think for this kind of well, our kind of setup at the moment, we've been together for. Almost six years it must be, Robbie. Um, yeah. We've kind of we kind of came originally a three piece and then a four piece and then a five piece. It just kind of you were just picking it, up people it, on the street. Grew, you were uh, that's it. Crew arms and legs needed something. <laughs> I, I, for I was gig, slowly so. getting demoted down instrument from <laughs> guitar and then <laughs> got got slowly kicked off more and more. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose like our first gig, we, it was uh, it was actually on my 18th birthday, which ended up being an absolute riot of an evening. Um, we supported <laughs> Will and the People, um, they're kind of like a, they're quite a big band in Europe, um, but they're from down south, and they were one of, well, I think still are Robbie's favourite band. Um, and uh, I remember it was, it was a horrible start, wasn't it? I mean, we, we all went on like the Beatles wearing our white oh, no. shirts and our Black ties. Oh, and, a dress code for going on. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't know what we and thought then, we were. It, it was Gregor's 18th, so we, we all went out. To, I think it was like Garage or something like that in Glasgow after, like, all dressed out the place. Peaky Blinders. Oh. Like, really just <laughs> <laughs> not good. But, but that, that was the first time Callum played with us, and he was meant to just come in as, because um, Hamish was away. Um, it was like a school trip or something. So Callum came in to play lead guitar. And then yeah, he's he's still with us, and took kind of took took my guitaring spot. But <laughs> so is that, is that how you then progressed into being the 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 five piece? And is that was he the final person to come? Yeah, he was kind of for better or not... for worse, being demoted to keep him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we we kind of we kind of poached them from a rival school band. Yeah, they were a couple of years younger. Um, so we kind of, as the kind of older boys of the school, felt we had you know a bit of authority and kind of went to him. We're like, Look, this is what we're doing, we want you. And he's like, I sound <laughs> and ditched them. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just waiting for the, for the time where, like, I don't know, so, some other big band needing a, a new guitarist or something, and 
Cam does the same to us. <laughs> Since he's <been. laughs> no, that would be funny. <laughs> so when when you guys like first like got together and started playing, like when did you when did you first like realize that you had something like you know a bit like you know special going? Do you know what I mean? Like when when did you first sit down and realize and go right? This this is really starting to go somewhere. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm still. You know, I'm I'm very like I try not to get carried away with anything and kind of stay as kind of down to earth as I possibly can. So like, even now, like I I still feel like we need to do so much more than we are doing, and it's yeah. not you know it's it's not a full time career yet. Like mm. we need to be doing more, and we need to, um, like if it's improving certain areas or you know achieve different things or there's still so much more we could be doing so I, I don't think it's for me anyway I've not had time yet to kind of sit back and think oh yeah you know this is that this is when things change or this is when you know the turning point was because we still yeah. feel like we're still really kind of pushing against the grain to to make it in such a crowded industry yeah, I know yeah, that's yeah. a really serious <laughs> answer for no, <laughs> quite a lighthearted question but <laughs> I think to for someone like like me, um, Paul, uh, he's he's kind of like worked within within the music industry for like quite a bit. But for me, someone who's on the outside and for listeners who don't quite know, I, I like look um, most commonplace that I listen to your songs. Your songs are in my playlists. Shameless. I'm just going to put it say, say it out there. I am a fan, um, <laughs> fanboy. But I, I look at it and I go, you guys are getting like forty thousand listeners a month. Like it's a heavy amount. Your biggest hitting song on Spotify, like obviously over and above that, is going to be more. But that's just shy of two million streams. Mm. Like I look at that and I'm like, they're big time. They're absolutely massive time. <laughs> but you're sitting here and saying, ah, but we're not quite like it's not paying the bills yet. It's not quite at that level. So what is that level like? When do you know that you've sort of made it? Type thing. Um. I don't know, like, I, I think we're all kind of different individually. Like, me personally, I'm I'm a, a super competitive guy. Um, and I just kind of naturally always have been. So I, I think, mm. like, for me, and until there is a band that I wouldn't, like, rather be in their place of, I'm not going to be happy. Like, unless, like, somebody was like, oh, would you rather have, like, the career the Strokes have had or would you rather have yours? And I'd go, oh, no, I'd rather have mine. Like, until... Mm. I get to that point, I just won't be satisfied, I won't be happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, I think is helpful as well, because it means that kind of every day I'm making up, I'm like, right, what can I do? Like, yeah. Rather than think, oh, oh, that was great when we did this or when we got that. Yeah. Um, I, think, I don't know, like, I think, what, 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 you're kind of similar, you're not, Gregor, you're quite... Yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm, yeah, along similar lines, but I think for me it's, you know, going back to saying, you know, again, we're we're working to try and, able to do this full time as a job and, and I think for me you know being able to pay bills and go out and do this on a daily basis without having to worry about anything else is that kind of is it for me you know and yeah. I think that just doing it full time um, and obviously you know we've all got individual goals of where we want to play and you know, uh, you know where we want to get on a chart table or whatever there's, there's that kind of thing but I think generally speaking it's, it's been able to do it, you know, full time, daily basis. So you guys are quite like goal orientated, then always like setting yourself goals for the future, and so like basically yeah, getting up in the morning and going right, this is what I'm going to do to to get to to here. Yeah, mm. I, I think that's important. 
Um, and you know, just you know, especially at the moment, we're just writing so much and working on new music. And again, it's just constantly trying to improve. And and it's not it's not just about the music as well. Working, you know, it's, you have to, have to treat it like a business in some ways. It's, it's yeah, yeah. You're constantly thinking of ways to, you know, like we've got this the new song coming out as you said, and it's well, how can we incorporate the fan base into that and grow and because mm-hmm. it's yeah but it's it's, it's just exciting uh, how are you guys like um you know obviously mentioned like you've done a lot of writing and stuff just now but obviously with everybody being separate um uh, obviously i don't know the living situation so i don't know if any of you guys like love each other or anything but um how are you guys like uh keeping up with like the writing process and and you know keeping that quite fresh when you are all so far it's been quite interesting because like but previously, like Callum and I kind of mainly write the, the kind of bulk of the songs. And then like sometimes like when we've been out in Nashville and things like on writing trips, you know, like we'll write with other people. But it'll always be like we'll always come back like with the bare bones of a song and then we'll all work it into a Dancing and Tables song. So like Callum and I have still been writing stuff and then kind of sending it to the guys. But instead of us all being in a room and all like trying different ideas, it's just people discussing that oh yeah i can hear this at like 26 seconds or like what if we maybe tried this and like we're making like lists of notes with each idea so we we're gonna have like 30 songs when we're actually allowed to be back together that when we get into the room we'll be like all right somebody said this somebody said that and we're just gonna like have to spend a week going through tracks and just (laughs) <laughs> trying to remember what each one is. <laughs> no, it's amazing. We, we we keep joking, like we're gonna have like we've got all the material ready for our second album now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't even signed the deal for the first yet. That's crazy. See, see, um, like again, outside perspective, how do you write a song? Like <laughs> how? Because it's mental, like like listening to like when you listen to like let's say like you go from like body to like missing or even like oh that there's like not to need you for example that's quite a good one that like that to me when i was listening to like uh, some of your like uh, your older stuff when that one came out it kind of felt like a, a sort of like a shift and change in tone a little bit but it was still had that dancing on table sort of feel like it still maintained that but it was like a different sort of tone of song but it's like Every one of your songs yeah. is so uniquely different. How 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 is the process like? How do you actually write a song? It's, to me, it's just mental. <laughs> I I think especially this, like like stay. So this EP, which is so far stay and not to need you, and I think all these tracks are kind of part of like this. This is us kind of actually finally like being adults now. And I know that's a really kind of cliche thing to say, but <laughs> before like it, it, like previously the songs have been quite like quite obviously written by like teenagers and but yeah but now I like how, how to actually write songs is I don't know like you, you just kind of get into a pattern and like for me anyway I've, I've got books I think I've got about six books between bags and strewn about my room and stuff and you can find Robbie's master class like, online it comes out <laughs> <laughs> how, how much is it how much is it yeah. <laughs> subscription based here's the disney plus of the music industry <laughs> <laughs> but no just, just like like I've, like for example today i was like right i'll write a song and like what i find really handy is like 
think of a song that I really like, that I like how it sounds. So I'll take like their chord progression and then I'll find another song that I kind of like the tempo or the feel of. And then I'll use that as a bass. And then just I've, I've got books where I just like, if I think of a line or, you know, a few words or something that I like, I'll just scribble it down. So then I'll go to my books and see, oh, yeah, that was quite cool. Like use that as a topic and then almost kind of mind map it and just kind mm. of get loads of different ideas and then try and piece it all together. There's probably much more efficient ways of doing it than I do, but it, it kind of seems to work. So do you just so, sort of like sit down and go, right, today I'm just going to write a song and then just by the end of the day you've wrote a song? Yeah, like like for example, like Callum and I today were like, oh, at two o'clock we'll, like, we, we'll Skype together and he'd sent me over a kind of loop of stuff that he liked. Um, and we kind of agreed on a, like, literally just agreed on a title for the song that sounded cool. Um, so we sat down and an hour later we had a song, which is great. See, when you say books, is that like, cause like, just when I was listening to it, it sounded like you were going back and forth between like literature to get like, um, sort of like inspiration. Is that, is that, is that what you mean by books or just like <laughs> you writing like a diary? Uh, no, like I've I've got like notepads and stuff. The book that I'm reading oh, just right, now right. Is, is Peter Crouch's autobiography, so I I doubt I'm going to get very many songs <laughs> from that. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. <laughs> you, you never know. It can be someone about robots. Um, but no, just just a load of notepads that I'll just like get from like pound shops and stuff, and just I I I don't think I've ever finished one. I just always move on to a new one before I finish the last one. I don't think anyone's ever finished the notepad. I, no, I don't think we're being true. true. We're myself if someone says, "Yeah." I've been. <laughs> but, you know what? I've, I've. This is the craziest thing. I, I literally said, "I was like, I've never, ever, 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 ever seen anyone finish a tubby Vaseline before in all my life." <laughs> and, and literally, no, no long after, after I said that, I left a tubby Vaseline on top of a radio. Um, this is a few months ago now. Opened the tub of Vaseline, and lo and behold, I managed to finish a tub of Vaseline by emptying it all over the laminate floor. So, I guess the same with Suda Creme. Suda Creme's got that kind of vibe as well. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's never ended. It's great. It's that, so worth yeah. it. All of a sudden, Honestly. it's 12 years out of date or something. Do you know what the other thing as well is? I've never finished a jar of jam. It always goes off before I can finish it. I need to buy a new one. Jam doesn't make me laugh. It's just all sugar. I see. I, I'm one jam, of those guys yeah. that reads. It's like, uh, oh, after three months, you need to put this in the bin. See, on like one, three months in one day, that's in the bin for me. I, I'm nah, see, it's it. honey clouds over as well. That's the one for me. You just yeah. look at it and you go, "That's not appetising anymore." There's no. <laughs> I, I, I'm going anywhere I, near that. Do you know what? Do you know what? Like, always gets me like my blood boiling. Is see when you see the 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 honey jars in like Tesco or Asda, that's already like fully cloudy. Folk that buy that give me the fear. <laughs> like, I, I just mean? don't like honey, so I'm alright. Uh, it's it's, a, it's a bit there. weird, but I've always wanted to grab one of the ones with the, the honeycombs in it and just take the honeycomb out and eat it. Just like poke it. I've never yeah. done it, but like it's, it's on my, the list one day. Yeah, that's what my mum has. She sticks to it. Honeycombs. No, well, yeah, it's like a wee jar, and it just kind of keeps on filling up at the bottom. It's it's a never ending, really? basically. Oh really? So yeah. you just got bees in there, just <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Julie's on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> the right, can we move on from my mother, please? There we go. <laughs> Swiftly, so, thank you. 
<laughs> so moving on, moving on from from Julian, a never ending. Um, oh. um, <laughs> where did the name Dancer on Tables um, come from? And see if you say your mum, then that's just that. that <laughs> Great no, story, we, though. We were, uh, yeah. So we we'd already like booked a gig before we even had a name, and we're just like we were kind of playing <laughs> about with gig. ideas. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, like we'd literally just email the venue, I'm like, hey, like, can we play a show? Like, yeah, okay. And like, it was obviously just like from a personal account. I'm like, shit, we need an actual name. Like, we started to put a poster. Um, so yeah, the, the the night before, we were just like, I think we're all at a party together, and we're like, right, needs to be decided. It needs to be decided now. Uh, and dancing tables seemed like a good idea at the time, and I think I've regretted it. Almost every day since. It's just so it's, it's different to be fair, but there's, you know, you, you see some bands and they've just got cool names, and I'd, I'd love a I'd love a really cool name and dancing and tables. Just I don't what know. Is it, a it, cool name. It stands out. I I don't know. I, I, like, I mean, I suppose, it isn't a cool name. Like yeah, yeah. I, I suppose nothing's really cool until you've made it like Art of Monkeys would have been an awful band name if they weren't as good as they were yeah that's, yeah. that's that, what that I'm just going to I think what backs up a band is like their artwork and stuff and you guys are like on point with your artwork and your visuals so like I think you know, I think like that's what helps make a band name as funny well funny story yeah, about our artwork agree. is uh, the last EP that we did or the first was the last EP? Uh, I can't remember, but it was Gregor's cousin who did the artwork for that one. Um, and then this EP, it's uh, Hamish's cousin. <laughs> so we're just going about <laughs> band members' cousins. The the cousins yeah. <laughs> You've got to be careful how you want that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this isn't America. We're all good. <laughs> Robbie, um, I can I can mind uh, on the on the Instagram. This is this is mostly a question for you, but when Not to Need You came out, um, this is this is where I thought of this question. So, do you shamelessly listen to all your songs on repeat by any chance? Because <laughs> when uh, I distinctly remember when Not to Need You came out, you were playing it on and on and on and on all over your Instagram story. <laughs> um... Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We, that means we, definitely. We we always have when when our songs come out. Um, in fact, not to need you is the first time when we were all at mine. Um, for drinks, but it's normally Hamish just stays up the road from me. Uh-huh. So we we always have kind of we'll, we'll, we'll sit in my house and have a bottle of wine and wait till midnight comes Classic. and listen to the song. But th- this time it was all of us. Um. So yeah, may- maybe I did. <laughs> maybe it was after the <laughs> bottle of wine. <laughs> I mean, you can see, you know how on Spotify it comes up on the side with all like your friends and what they're listening to. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, daily basis, you just sit and watch Robbie McSkimmin. It's just missing. <laughs> oh, it's <Spotify. laughs> all, all, all the ones he's not singing. <laughs> I, I need to pay my rent somehow. <laughs> Streams. <laughs> so... <laughs> What's your favourite dance on a table song? To put, right, hang on, sub question to play live or just in general? Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. Right, well, from, from, like, because, right, I'll, I'll ask the one as like a consumer because Paul's played but, like live, so he, he'll probably understand that one better. But 
to stream on Spotify and just chill to what's what's your favorite dance from table song? Because you you yours you have got good 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 music to chill to. That's that's how I listen to it usually. I I love body is is my favorite dance from tables one. I think mine's a bit old. I don't know why I just I, I feel like for me as like you know I do a lot of, you know, production stuff as well I think when I first heard our producer Femke and she like gave us the first mix back of that I was like that is mm. damage yeah so see, that, that's that's where I'm at as well because like I, for my band I do a lot of the production stuff so like when I hear like when I send a song away for mixing and that and it comes back like that can very much determine for me my favorite song it's just how yeah. well it sounds yeah always yeah. always my, my my favorite one of your songs so far not to need you is great but always always mine I always just like gets me singing in the car even though I can never ever, ever <laughs> match match the voice, I sound I sound like I'm about to smash all my windows in my car. Um, but it's, it's, it gets me buzzing. Like it, it's it's a really good tune. <laughs> so, what would your favourite be to play live then? Not to well, need you I've, for me. Yeah, not I've, I've my favourite to play live is also actually Body. I've realised. But <laughs> which means no, no point in me asking that question is completely, completely unnecessary. No, no, no. <laughs> it was you the one that split it. So uh... I know, I know. <laughs> it was that after I was answered the first one. I was like, oh man, what have I done? But no, not, <laughs> not to need you is so good because it kind of I don't know. It, it's just it got a like good groove, it, good tempo. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of sit back into it and just like. I, I Robbie hates good, the word, but just vibe, vibe along. Vibe. Yeah. You, you, you guys <laughs> like from like all the videos and stuff, like um, from from when you play live, like the 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 audience is just there. They're just so into it. Like there's just such a such an energy. Like you could just see it. Just like oozies. Like um, and I can I can I can mind seeing um. I think it was it was all. And then there was not Tunisia, and you just seen like the difference in like the crowd. They were on like a total different vibe. So it yeah. didn't look man like. But that's what I'm saying. Like each one of your songs has that different sort of feel. That's why I was always just like, how do you write a song? Because they're just so different, and yet there's still <laughs> that same theme. Like it to me, it's just like <laughs> mind blowing. And um, but to you, it's obviously just like fun day at work. Uh, to be honest, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the way that we do it, like no matter how different the song is kind of like developing it as a band means it's always kind of feels nah, like a dancing nah. table song which i think is Aye. important and no, obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe a bit obvious that one <laughs> <laughs> see it's like a it's like a wee sort of like sidestep still on the same sort of topic i can mind robbie i didn't actually quite catch the name of your favorite band but what is your favorite band and or your favorite song at the moment oh uh, my favourite song at the moment, I cannot stop listening to The Strokes' new album. I think it's amazing. Um, ba- bad Decisions, I am massively in love with. I've just mm. discovered um, The Eagles of Death Metal, who I'm a big fan of at the moment. Big, big fan. Um, I, need to get on, I need to get in on that, like. Yeah, oh, they're brilliant. Like, obviously, that, like, heard that of the name, never the thought I'd listen. Eagles, um, it's because like, they're not what they, yeah. they, they sound like. It's so yeah. weird. I think we might I need to start thing, like, pulling you from writing sessions, Robbie. Are you listening to bands <laughs> like that? 
<laughs> oh, Death by Sexy. What an album. Zipper down. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what they say? Death by Sexy? Death by Sexy? That's some album <laughs> name. I'm not going to lie. They stole my album title. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You can still use it as your Instagram post for the Mora. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to change my, my Instagram username to Death by Sexy. <laughs> oh, that's such a good name. So you know, Guaranteed that. someone's got that already that'll that'll be taken (laughs) 100% just get that like a sticker on on, like the side of your keyboard that like the the audience can see (laughs) (laughs) and just like point it as as, like you're playing and just like just just look at all the checks in the crowd and just be like oh 100% 100% I'm dead I'm I'm definitely more of a kind of Lawrence from School of Rock keyboard player than point out checks in the crowd kind of keyboard player. <laughs> I, I can still do the pointing, but it's it's a less but, kind of. But at the live show at the end, didn't Lawrence spike his hair up and like? I, uh, I was about to say. Oh well, why do you think I'm growing it in lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like if I if I don't see that at like one of your next gigs, I will be so disappointed. <laughs> is that confirmation full on the school key? uniform? <laughs> that, that is an, an exclusive. Shut <laughs> I the red everything. Uh, you have to get the the full kahunas, the full outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, so you just as like to again, it's like a step back, sort of step forward kind of question. But I mean, you're saying um, quite early on you want to sort of like engage the fans like a lot more now we spoke about it briefly just before obviously we started this uh this recording but your song that's about to come out um obviously the end of may um that one there you're working with your fans to put together a music video is that right can you tell us a little bit more about that and just let people know yeah so um it's called losing it it's out on the 22nd of may um so yeah the, the like the lyrics the, the, or the kind of main hook of it is like me losing you, me losing you has got me, got me losing it. And we just thought mm. that, you know, we've got a song coming out. It's called Losing It. Everybody's going insane. Like some of us <laughs> are, <laughs> like a, a lot of us are kind of like split up from our, you know, families or other halves or something. And mm. it, it's, it, it's such a weird time in our lifetime that kind of like everybody in the world, like no matter you know, class or race or nationality or anything is like, or especially in the UK, like we're all under the same, like we've all been stuck at home. We're all under the same ruling and just mm. thought it'd be such a good time to kind of really feel that community and like our fans, I I think anyway, kind of, I feel we're very kind of close knit with them and it feels like it's a proper kind of community. Mm. Yeah. kind of feel to it within our fan base so we thought it was a perfect time to kind of incorporate that and some of the videos we've got we've got so many dogs dancing already <laughs> which I, I, I didn't expect it um, but thoroughly enjoyed um, some of them we've got somebody playing it on the ukulele we've had people doing keepy uppies up a tree wow. we've had and like all we wanted was people to just sing like mime singing the chorus of the song, um, and it's just ah, gone. people are bored. I mean, come Absolutely. on, you can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like we were chatting earlier on. Like when you ask the internet for stuff, you, what you get is like what you get. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed. It is. That's quite a fun song. So, I, and we did mm-hmm. kind of tell folk to be as creative as possible. 
it just make generally makes for better content. Um, <laughs> so you asked for it, basically. As, we, we, as, yeah, as essentially, <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, we asked for it. That's a good thing, though. I mean, like yeah. your fan base is clearly up for a laugh, which is the best thing. Because then the day, like you guys are a similar sort of personality, so it's a good thing you're all on the same sort of same sort of level as as your fan base. That must be a good thing to know. That's brilliant. See, see, especially like when we're on tour and like got a long drive ahead. Mm. And we'll just, oh, we'll just do a Q&A and that kind of passes a couple of hours because people just kind of want to join in and have a yeah. laugh. And, yeah, that's good. We're very grateful for it. I know, definitely. It's, it's, I think I think it comes sort of like part and parcel. Like obviously, as you said, like your, your job these days is just like constantly being on like the social media type thing. But um, even before then, your social, your social media is really good. And you, there is really good engagement with like with like your fans and stuff. And the new Discord server um, that I've joined, like, it's it's great to see like, regardless of what level you're at or where you perceive perceive you you guys to be, it's it's great to to give like a like your fans like a place to interact with you like directly, and like they, it's so relatable. And it just when you then listen to the music or when a song comes out, you feel like it's for you. And it's not just a song a band's released. Um, but I think that speaks like volumes, like for, for, for all you guys, like to how you're engaging with your fans. And then it means that obviously when gigs and that start kicking back up, it's it's only gonna be in your benefit. When everyone goes, they're gonna be like, ah, those guys were classed during lockdown. Fucking in that Discord server. Yeah. Send them men. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and there's gonna be like so many kind of inside jokes between certain parts of the <laughs> fan base. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it, I mean, it's, even like at the end of shows, like we always, you know, hang about and like see everyone and get photos and stuff. And no, it, it, it's still mental being like people being like, oh my God, I can't believe like you're hanging about to speak to us. And like, I, I, I'm still at the stage where I, I just on exactly the same level as everybody in the crowd. Like, I'm just <laughs> a fan of music who. Mm-hmm. has happened to get kind of lucky and got some decent songs and a really good band you know i'm i'm yeah it's 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 still mad you're, you're at that stage where you're like i want to talk to people i don't want to go and yeah hide. yeah <laughs> it, it, it literally is it's like you know i i, I, I don't want to like seem like i'm showing off or anything but like somebody literally started crying when they're getting a photo, I was like, like wow. "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, like you, you, better, you better be eating an onion, hen. Like, uh, can't <laughs> I, I was like, like obviously, like, it's amazing, like that I can make people that happy. But we sell onions at the merch table. We're not telling you that. <laughs> I've, I've just got onions rubbed on my shoulder. So anytime I go to someone, it is not. I, I, I feel the same. Like, I mean, you're just, yeah, because we, we always want to like, rush up. We always get in trouble from whatever venue we're playing. And it's like, we've got a club night on. You need to get everyone off the stage. Like, well, yeah, but <laughs> this, this is this is better. That's part to of the job. Speak to people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it is, I'll, I'll take a row from the tech if yeah. it means that I can stand and chat to everyone. But it's yeah, nice, yeah, though. I mean, the fact that folk do come up, and I mean, we, we actually first time experienced you know, some people kind of shy and you're not wanting to, and sometimes you've just got to, you know, kind of break the ice and sometimes like approach people if they're a bit kind of, you know, anxious to speak or whatever. Yeah, we we kind of had a bit of that, which, but again, I, I think it's, it only reflects, you know, better on us all and, you know, we're all kind of so happy that people are coming to the shows and that, mm. I think, 100%, is, you know, yeah. any way we can and, kind of show our, 
you know a kind of appreciation for that mm-hmm. you know I've, I've got it. like just like a question just off the back of that and Paul's going to hate me but what's the <laughs> most embarrassing thing that you have ever done on stage like have you ever like made an absolute oh, tit no. of yourself the reason why I asked this I know exactly why you were fucking is, asking that question is, is, is because before before Paul's band's last gig right I was playing in Glasgow and oh, um, he, he really wanted to engage with the crowd more and he thought it'd be a smart thing to do you know slap by in the middle of Glasgow to pick up his bottle of Einbrew and say Felix Einbrew <laughs> and no one replied honestly <laughs> honestly I'm, I'm do you know kid. what I, I I like I basically I've, I've explained this so many times to people. Like it's it's now become a common fucking meme amongst the people that know my band. But um, I, I, the, the whole problem is I I said it before I realised I said it, and then went, "Oh well, I've said it now. I need to follow through with it." So I then proceeded to ask again. Oh, <laughs> it's hilarious! <laughs> Man, he didn't just ask oh. once; he asked twice, and the crowd oh. were like, "Hmm." Oh. <laughs> I like the persistence, to be fair. <laughs> you have to commend it. So what's, yeah. what's the most embarrassing thing or like most silly thing that you guys have done? You've just been like, fuck, either as individuals or as a band. Like, give us a laugh if you've got any. Well, Ro- Robbie, you... So Robbie, I don't know if this is maybe... Maybe not common knowledge. Robbie was on Pointless. Um, <laughs> he was on Pointless? Maybe, uh, Robbie's on Pointless, yeah. I've got a Pointless <laughs> trophy in my it's on, it's on our Wikipedia. That's so cool. <laughs> so if That's anything goes wrong any technical difficulties on stage <laughs> he, he just tells the story oh, oh by the way I was on Pointless and everyone just kind of chuckles and then we swiftly <laughs> move on because everybody thinks I'm joking so then, oh by the way I was on Pointless and then just kind of say a couple of lines and then I think people are like oh my god he actually was <laughs> That's brilliant. That's almost one, didn't you, Robin? I did. I did have three points off off the the jackpot. Oh god, raging. But no, it was a. Uh, I either that that's the kind of go to, but the the most embarrassing was at our last Dunfermline like hometown show. It's like we hadn't played in where we're from for like over two years, and we wanted to extend the set. But we'd been in the studio during the day recording, um, and just my mind was fried. It'd been such a long week. It's like we. You know, a couple of glasses of wine kind of went on stage and then it got to this song Colour Me Good and the drum intro starts and like you know when you just have a feeling and I'm just looking out at the crowd and I'm like I did not know the words to this song just <laughs> <laughs> no. complete oh, mind totally every other time in my life you could have asked me any other moment and I could tell you it word for word and uh, ironically the, the, you got there Robbie the, well, ironically, the first line of the song is "All I Remember." So I sang <laughs> "All I All I Remember," and then just kind of made noises that I knew sounded like the words that should be there. <laughs> all I, all <laughs> I, I remember is "fuck all." Yeah, <laughs> it literally was. I think Callum like harmonizes like during the verses, and he's looking at me, and I'm like letting him say the word first. I'm like, oh shit, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But oh. we, we got there, but that was for me anyway. I don't think many people even noticed, but I was going to say that anyone oh. noticed. I mean, that, I've that got a belter as well. Like, I've got an absolute belter. Robbie last year in Leeds, so we did live at Leeds last year. <clears throat> um, <laughs> and oh, uh, right, so we have a backstory. I'll make it. I'll make it quick. Um, so yeah, so I worked at Bread Meets Bread in Edinburgh Burger Place. <clears throat> I'll plug it because the, the food's good. Uh, and I was the, I was the, I was the, 
as the manager, well, assistant manager. And uh, I had, I, I, yeah, I was, uh, I was the man. Flexing. I was, <laughs> I was Robbie, I was Robbie's man. <laughs> so he, he, I hired, was, he was, he was my boss. He was my boss. I hired Robbie. Boom. And he worked, worked for me for, uh, not only has he been demoted to, to, to keyboard from lead guitar, <laughs> he, was, he was also your bitch at Brendan's Brendan. It was so, some of the best months of my life, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so, so, so I wrote, I'd scheduled them into work and he, and he told me, he said, look, I've, I've I, I was I brought it in for next week and he said look I can't work those days I was like well you should have told me we had like a cut off day where you asked for days off and whatnot and I was like well Robbie I'm not happy with you really <laughs> you're gonna have to work you're gonna really, you're gonna have to work the shifts and I'm gonna have to give you a, a final warning that's just that's what happens if you don't turn up the shift you get a final warning so Robbie didn't turn up to the shift Robbie got a final warning on stage at Leeds he told the story and got 250 people to boo me <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to everybody, I was like, "Do we agree, Greg is a bad person?" Like, yes. I was like, "Okay, so everyone to do him after three, three, two, one." <laughs> so, like, booing Gregor. So we we played three different like festivals in that weekend. So that was the first one. And then I was like, I can't do that story again. I was like, how can I get my own back in Gregor? So the next one, I was like, everybody, it's our bass player Gregor's birthday today. It's his 21st. Can we all sing happy birthday to Gregor? And did that for the next two nights. And if we don't know, it wasn't to, my birthday. I need to bring the happy birthday back out again. I'll enjoy that too much. Oh, that is absolutely amazing. Career highlights Gregor, right here. Did you, did you just like go... Like lift up the guitar and just like hide your face just, behind the guitar. I just one of these ones where you just you just got to go. Uh, and it was a tough, it was a tough, it was a tough thirty seconds. I mean, it, it, it kind of it started it strong and kind of. Uh, oh, oh, it God. was it was a long boo. Like I I, I can't I can't he remember. He was even longer on stage as well. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember oh. where I was, but I did the happy birthday thing to you, Gregor, and made eye contact with your sister. In the crowd, it obviously knew it wasn't your birthday. <laughs> like, and she, and she was still singing along, but just looking so confused. <laughs> she was like, Oh my god, I totally forgot it was his birthday. I never got my present. Oh. The thing is, like, if there's anyone in the crowd that's taking like videos of it, like on their on their memories two years later, they're going to be like, Happy, happy birthday, Gregor. That should be a thing. You should just like, you should just like, like every day is Gregor's birthday, so nobody knows when, when Gregor's birthday is. <laughs> so it's just like a lot. Right? You just like start receiving gifts, gifts through the post from just like fans <laughs> every single day. We, 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 all, we also got onto his phone and uh, changed his Facebook birthday to the day after it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we, we were in the studio and Gregor's like, I can't, I can't believe it, I've got no happy birthdays from anyone. <laughs> and am I right in saying, like, once you change that on Facebook, you need to wait a certain time to change it back? It's, uh, 60 days. Oh. <laughs> if anybody needs to know, it's sixty days. No birthday for you this year. The, 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 the no. best thing is if you if you forget your password, one of the like security processes falling on your birthday. You're going to be falling <laughs> like the wrong birthday. Type in wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, we were, I was literally. I mean, I was in there giving my all. We were putting the like, tracks down. We were doing drums and bass. And it was. It was. We were doing loads of songs. So it was like. It was like really kind of. Full on, 
And then I got back and then they realised that happens. How on earth do you get into my phone? Turns out Neil, our manager, had the same thumbprint as me, and he could just go on. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Like, and I was like, no, I don't believe that. Do it. And he Small went and did it. And I was like, how does that even happen? Metal. So there you go. That is scary. Wow. Man, the, 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 maybe maybe it's not just yours. Maybe he's like some sort of like shapeshifter. Maybe he's an alien. Who knows? <laughs> maybe he is. You may have just discovered their first extraterrestrial. Oh uh, yeah, I would. I would make sense to be fair. To be fair, like the reason why my email is the way it is now. Like I've got so many different emails, I had to change them. See when you were like a kid and like you couldn't download certain apps on the app store, you had to make like a fake like birthday. So I would like <laughs> make one that said it was like eighteen when I was really like fifteen or whatever just so I could like make Facebook and make all these different things and ended up forgetting it and couldn't change my password when I forgot my password. <laughs> I lost my PlayStation account to that. Uh, it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. <laughs> I also lost the PlayStation account to change my password so I could download 18 games. But <sighs> my, uh, no, I, I, I did an open challenge on uh, Facebook. Uh, not on Facebook, Jesus. On PlayStation, on FIFA. Um, and for people to add me, change my username to DOTFC. And then I went to change it back the next morning, and they're like, "Oh, to change your username again, you have to pay eight ninety nine. <laughs> 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 so now when I like playing clubs with my mates and stuff, like every time I get the ball, it's DOTFC. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, who's this Dotfk that's running in the wine? You're Dotfk. So just to, just to jump quickly back to the gigs, I, I don't think I'd I'd be happy to finish this podcast without asking about catfish. <gasps> yeah, how did oh that God, come that about? Was, <laughs> my God, oh my God, that was mental. So we we found out about or we got asked to play the shows. Um, what was it like? Five days before, six days. Five before? days. Oh, uh, five, five, yeah, six days. Five days beforehand. Oh, that oh, right? must have been so cool. But I would have been we, terrified. We were playing yeah. in Liverpool um, that night at like, it was at a basement and it was leaky and we weren't allowed in until, like we were meant to sound check at say like half four or something, we weren't allowed in until five because the football <laughs> hadn't finished oh. and they were showing it on a projector and like, it was a really good show but it was just like one of those really kind of demoralising ones. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, just, just got a DM on Twitter and Hey, do you want to support catfish in the bottom end at these shows? Fucking oh my god! We 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 just finished the show, and we went outside and kind of got the confirmation, and like we're all jumping about. Gregor's crying. I, I, yeah, <laughs> like it was just like it, it was just, get booed again. <laughs> <laughs> every show, it's every show. And then, uh, he, I'm he, gonna get booed at up. the hydro. We should have brought a cake out there on stage. I think I just melt into the stage. My one moment from that whole thing that will live with me forever is. I was getting it, and I think it, it was either you or Hamish. I can't remember who it was. One of you had a a, like a bottle of water. No, it was Hamish. It was Hamish. Hamish, just like just come off the stage, like still bottle of water in hand, to get told. I just went yes and just launched it in the air, 
And then I just saw it at the corner of my eye. It land on the road about half a metre off the bonnet of a police car that was driving past. Oh, no. And just, just these two police officers just looking out the window. Like these just like, random boys just like hugging each other and jumping about. <laughs> <laughs> Chucking water bottles everywhere. Just no In idea what's well. going on. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Super suspicious. It must have been great though, like leaving that shabby place with her. Like, you can't come on. You could have just, like, when you were leaving that gig, just turn and get on the middle finger, like, with your sunglasses coming down <laughs> in slow motion. Just be like, fuck you. You're going to play at the hydro. <laughs> and you shit, shabby place in the first place. That, that is uh, literally the, the least me thing I could imagine. <laughs> the worst. I mean, to, like, how buzzing well, we were. Like, we couldn't even. <laughs> like, we drove back up the road from Liverpool that night, and I don't think anybody slept. We were just all like, wow. Like, what is going to even happen? Like, this is was it like fear? five days. Was it fear? It was excitement. It was excitement, but it was like. Going, yeah. Yeah, what was it like, like with a time scale though? Because obviously that's quite a quite a, a, a quick like turnaround. <laughs> About twenty minutes after we knew that we got it, we, we were all on the phones getting shifts swapped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're all just to work. So like, you, you, oh, bet, you better have a good reason for this. Catfish? No, I didn't think so. Swap the shift. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Reluctantly, I, I let Robbie off work. Uh, I mean, we had to really, really pull some strings for him. For but... <laughs> I, 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 I had a disciplinary meeting with him on the Monday. <laughs> uh, maybe we should alter the story to say I gave you a final warning because you had to take the day off to play the catfish show. I think that would be there, it. There's no, there's no need to confuse the truth and a good story. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like you could, but the truth is here. So you're just shooting yourself. In yeah, the yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely what, mental. What was it like to like walk on the stage at the hydro? Then could you see anyone? Like, is it not like really dark in the crowd? We we could when we walked on, and then the lights went, and you could only see like the first like fifteen rows, I think. Ah, that must ease um, the nerves a bit. Yeah, oh, I was just meant. Oh, <laughs> Robbie, remember. P and J. So we, so we did the hydro, and then we did the P and J arena, which is like the one, the new one in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. And oh, we'd sound check like four and a half hours before or something. Wow! And we run samples for our sets, so everything's <sighs> basically linked up to a laptop, um, and the laptop re-triggers it from a sample plan that plays a song, and you know there's backing tracks and mm-hmm. other things that kind of go on to fill the sound out, and. Uh, so I was, so we went on stage and obviously we just left everyone as how we were going to you know, play. Um, and we went back on and we got, you know, first time seeing a crowd any bigger than 300 people. And we're all getting set up and Reese just shouts me, where is it? The laptop's knackered. I was like, oh, oh. So what happened? I hadn't, I hadn't, plugged, I hadn't plugged the charger in, so I just ran out of battery. Oh, no. So I had to go over. Luckily, it powered up like super fast. And it, I think it was only it ended up only being like fifty seconds or something. Jesus. Uh, but I mean, I'd never been that nervous in my life. I was like, if this doesn't, then we're not going to have any samples. It's just oh god. But we got it up and running. Speaking of the good show. Oh, is, is that? Is, 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 is that the same Aberdeen arena that you played at on this tour that you just done? Because I'm already saying you sold out Aberdeen or pretty much sold out. No, I was just going to say we 
so that was the P and J, which is like, God, what was it thirteen, fourteen thousand capacity? So we went, we played at tunnel, wow. tunnels, which was a, a bit smaller than that. Um, yeah, <laughs> we our tunnel show, um, which yeah, what was that, Roy? Three. 350 I think or something yeah 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 both of them mental that like seriously like well done that's incredible I can I can just like I can just imagine how much how that must feel like like being able to put that sold out like label like on like the dates like fucking sold out yeah literally no, it was uh, yeah the the Aberdeen show was the first of the the two like from our tour that were sold out, and there's like a a meter from the kind of side door to actually get onto the stage, and we had two bouncers like trying to part the crowd to let us through, and mm. it took like a good like two minutes for us to get through the crowd because everybody's just jumping about and singing wow. and jumping on That's us. And, we, stu- yeah, we stupidly had just, bits and pieces as our intro. <laughs> so fucker just everywhere it was oh chaos good fun though ah, that that must be class you must come away just laced in sweat just like fucking hell like, yeah yeah I, I, I must it must feel like um because i like like after a gig you must feel like you've been to the gym and like done a workout like it must be intense i can only imagine like i sing one song and i'm like i'm out of breath I'm fucked. So, like, what's what's it actually like to play a gig? Like, physically, is it is it quite is it quite tough, or is it does adrenaline just take over? Yeah, the the, the adrenaline kind of keeps you going, and kind of through the whole day, it's this whole kind of slow build up, and then you get on stage and say it's like an hour of just just nonstop, just loving absolutely every second, and then you come off, and you know it's chatting to people and photos and whatever and then it's drinks and things blah 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 and then it's like the next day it's like the next morning you wake up and like I, if it's like the end of a tour or something it'll all hit me the day of or like the morning after our last show because it, i think it's you're in a constant cycle of building up and mm. just adrenaline just getting ready and prepping yourself so when you don't have that coming it's just like the biggest crash ever it's just like if i could just be on the road every day i genuinely would because the Mm. the kind of waiting about and hanging about in between is just the worst i suppose though you do kind of need those downtimes to be creative and write your songs and stuff but i know what you mean like you want that more than to just because that is what you love then at the end of the day that's that that's why you're in it you're in it to to do this like you know as you say and obviously as you say Gregor you want this to be the full time venture and it seems like it's going that yeah. way in a way from an outside perspective like you you guys are you guys are getting there and you're getting there at quite some pace as well like it's it's exciting to to observe it and to like see it like I must be surreal like being in your shoes like I, I couldn't even imagine what it's like hell I can't even I can't even think about playing an instrument with it like strings breaking in my brain let alone me actually picking <laughs> up a guitar or anything like that so <laughs> I think I think it is like that kind of thing I mean uh, going back to like the catfish shows it was I remember what I sent to my dad the next day I was like you know for all the times we've had you know shit gigs or shit loadings or you know times you've got to you know walking to practice in the piss and rain or whatever it's like everything up until that point 
was worth that moment, you know. Yeah. And then and then it's like, right, what's next? What are we striving towards next? Like, you know, all the graph we're putting in now, well, you know, what's the next thing we're gonna do to like kinda of push on from that? I think that kinda of keeps me like I don't know. It just keeps the keeps juices flowing. No, that's it, yeah. Yeah. It's it's maybe not, not the nicest sort of way to put it, like I mean, it's it's one way to put it anyway. It's the only thing that sort of came to mind, actually. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this question. But do do you guys what what do you guys prefer? Like, do you prefer playing live or recording in the studio? Because I know that's a totally different experience. I'd live every day of the week. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. you would say that. I just yeah. wanted to, to find out. I never used to be uh, like I kind of like being in the studio and you know spending days there and just kind of it's just kind of like kind of settling into it yeah it is but I think now like kind of you know the gigs are getting kind of better and bigger and it's it's just yeah so much fun the whole kind of process around it and then and uh, until your next get booed and you're like fuck I want to go back to the studio (laughs) that's it (laughs) come off stage yo fucking get me back in the studio and fed up with son Eddie (laughs) I fucking hate you guys I hate you guys screw you guys maybe it's it's you that will jump to another band in the future (laughs) maybe we need need a guitar player take me take me fucking take me (laughs) (laughs) enough of your tomfoolery Robbie let this be a warning to you I'm gonna have to sign my my written warning tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's brilliant! See, like I kind of want to go to like a a sort of like different kind of question, um, because this is something that I've always wondered, and you guys are sort of getting to the level that it's like it could, it could not type thing. But has like has being in a band and like being on tour and and doing these kinds of things that you guys love is that like ever put like any sort of like strains or like caused you guys any like external issues except for getting obviously good at work like in your personal life is it like <laughs> has being in a band ever sort of like like you love it in the moment but when like you, when you're about to go home you're like oh god like I've, I've argued with this person because i've not seen them or like all those kinds of things you know like things that people don't typically think about like has, has it ever sort of had that kind of effect on any of you guys i'm, I'm genuinely surprised that my friends are still friends with me. Like the amount of times <laughs> I've had to bail, and like, like stuff. And what one of my mates, my, my mate Angus, we had tickets to go and see the Strokes um, when they played in London. So I think it was last summer. And he, every time I see him, he'll talk about the best weekend of his life, which was the Chemical oh, Brothers and the Strokes. And I had tickets, and then we got asked to play uh, Dot to Dot, and I was like, well, band comes first over everything so mm-hmm. had to sell my ticket and yeah I, I think there must have been about oh, at least 10 gigs that I've had tickets for like with a couple of my mates or even just one of my mates and I had to drop out and yeah mm-hmm. it's just that you just have to sacrifice everything because yeah, yeah. yeah you but, only get one chance but I mean at, at, the end, at the end of the day like you want to surround yourself with people who want the best for you and like really good mates want the best for you so that like it's it from from like the way that I've sort of heard that they they're obviously looking at that and going, well, he's doing what he loves and we want to see him be successful, oh, yeah. and that's that obviously shows you that they are good mates. You know what I mean? Like, but Definitely. ten gigs, ten missing gigs. I mean, save uh, yeah. a lot of money though. That's it. <laughs> 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 I mean, there is that. Like there is that. Yeah. No, there's a. Uh... 
it's tricky and I think you do have to be surrounded by people who can understand you and, and believe in you and want the best for you and mm. people who, who don't end up being kind of friends you don't speak to or ex-girlfriends mm. and things like that you know yeah because you yeah you, you just have to be willing to to just give everything uh-huh does, does yeah. it ever like get too much like have you ever sort of felt like overwhelmed or has there ever been a time that you guys have been so under it that you've ever been close to sort of like giving up either as an individual and like you guys have pulled together or as a band overall you've been like nah we need to give this up this is too much has that ever come to pass with you guys or have have you guys had quite a quite a nice journey like all the way through from start to this point in your career so far um i i, I definitely i i've never <laughs> at any point thought oh, i want to give this up or anything but you know like you, you do uh, i'm 24 now and you know, you, you do get, you know, late nights trying to get to sleep and you, going around in your head, you're thinking, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I wasting my life? Like, am I... Like, I went to uni, like, got an accountancy degree of all things, like, rock and roll to the max, but <laughs> I'm like, like, how long can I keep going without making it if I'm not going to? You know, you, you do doubt yourself, but I, I think that's just the natural... I think that's just natural hunger and just mm-hmm. a, a desire to want to be the best you possibly can. So you're always challenging yourself and you're always, like it's a form of self-motivation, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the same for you, Gregor, at all? Or are you yeah. different in that respect? I think so. Yeah, it's, you know, you go through it and it's like, obviously, you know, we're getting to the stage where it's kind of, you can get there financially. It's just, you know, having to like work and kind of compromise other things around. Like, you know, you, you get to the point where, you know, you, you put a lot behind, even even if it's just a song getting released and you put a lot behind and it doesn't quite get where you want it to go. Or, you know, you don't really kind of see the ticket sales and, you know, you can maybe feel it's plateauing or, you know, worse than that, you know, going down. But no, I've, I've never really, I mean, hard to say. There's maybe a couple of times where I've gone again, like Robbie. You know, I'm a, I'm a doing the right thing. It's because it does take up so much of your time and so much of your effort, and and you know, and the rewards are kind of they come in kind of stages. You know, you get like kind of small, small wins and then big wins, and then you don't get anything for a bit, and then. But again, it's like I, I just feel we've taken this is you know going into our sixth year now. It's like we've you know we've taken it so far, and will you you know four or five years down the line. You know, maybe even longer than that. Turn back and go. Well, what if? You know, what if we kind of we 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 didn't see it through? Like, could we have done this or that, or could this have gone on to be a massive thing? Ah, uh, that would probably and, and, eat, yeah. eat away with you more. Yeah. Eh? You know, if 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 it doesn't get there, which you know, I, I hate even talking about, it, but it's like we took it to the better end. You know. Yeah. So it's good. Well, what, I mean, I to, what I used to love to do when Gregor was my manager. Was I realised that when it was quiet and he'd normally go on like, <laughs> oh, you have to go clean this, you have to do that. But if I just kind of got him into a kind of, kind of doubting chat about the band, just like, do you think like us doing this is the right thing or that? And he'd just stand up to me for half an hour and I didn't have to do anything. Are you telling me you used me? Is this a, you I, I played me? you, boy. I played oh, you. Oh, you played me. Right, okay. 
That is good. golden, absolutely golden. <laughs> yeah, I'm never, I'm never hiring you again. That's <laughs> <laughs> no danger there, mate. No danger. <laughs> see when, um, see, see when you guys like tell people that you're in a band, um, because this, this is something that, that I've had before. But when you ever, you know, meet something new or, or at work, or whatever, and you're like, they're like, oh, what do, what do you do outside? What? Oh, yeah, I'm in a band. I do this. Do you, do you guys ever get people kind of like going, oh, band, all right, okay. Whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, as if to say, like, oh, not another one. My, my favourite one is, oh, nice. Like, are you on Spotify? I like, yeah. is, that, is that really, like, your... Is that the benchmark? I can tell, like, we've, like, played in, like, America and we've played arenas and stuff, but now you want to know if we're on Spotify. I suppose, like, like, like if, if we're, like, like so, like I try to know absolutely everything I can about the music industry, and there is people who just aren't that interested in music or just mm-hmm. kind of listen to the radio or something. So it, it is strange having that kind of, you know, difference when you're chatting to people and they've just got no concept of what you've put your entire life into mm-hmm. to try and make. Strange. I, I never knew you guys played in the US. Can you tell me a bit about that? Totally missed that. <laughs> I'll, 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 let, I'll let you take the Nash, the chocolate ganache. Oh, the chocolate ganache, right, okay. Yeah, so it was the start of the second EP. We, we ended up getting in touch with a producer out in uh, Nashville. Um, Nashville? Like, wow. Nashville, yeah. Um, in the moonshine. That's it. And the, and the, the cowboy boots. Yeah, <laughs> and she ended up producing one of our songs, and you know we loved what she was doing. and we kind of kept in touch with her and uh, she eventually, you know, agreed to come over and like come into the studio and do a bit of writing with us over here. Um, is that, so she came in. Yeah, go on. Is that the person who helps you write Not To Need You or am I... Is that... Is that no, this is... Yeah, this is another... This is Femka. This is our... our so... Oh, yeah, we'll come we'll with... Come on, Liz Rose. She, yeah, so Femke's kind of produced all our music up until then. Um, uh, and she asked us at that point to join her uh, independent label that she had. So she's worked with us, you know, her and her partner, Josh, and he mixes all the records. And they're just like, like this great, like, duo. Um, and yeah, they've kind of come along, you know, basically all the music that's been. Um, made up until this point has, has been through them so we we ended up going out uh, on a trip that was two summers ago um, and we kind of met a lot of people and it was a, honestly a great experience and then we did they set up like a kind of a showcase night at a venue called The Basement and they got kind of all their like people that we'd met and you know their, their, their friends and kind of whole network of people uh, and we yeah we played a a basically a capacity show in Nashville which was wow. very surreal um, that's amazing that's great so experience cool. yeah is um, that like up there with, with Catfish is that, is that yeah I mean yeah. it was just kind of a yeah point in the US I don't know just like the, the first show where you're there and doing it you know, it's obviously we on our way there it was Hamish's 21st birthday and our flight got cancelled our connection from New York to Nashville, so we ended up getting a free night out in New York for him. <laughs> That's class. Paid two hundred dollars for a round of beers. 
<laughs> to be fair, God. I to be fair, like New York is so expensive. I mean, we we didn't actually personally pay it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, uh, you can take that one off if you want. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a very, very good time. Yeah, and that's all there's to be said about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, you, we, did I take it you literally ended up dancing on tables? Almost. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lying under them. What are they <laughs> well, we decided to drink at a bar, just this Irish bar, just off of Times Square, and it's just like, you know, you're like, oh, this looks nice. <laughs> you're just and drinking just it. Went, and then obviously they don't show you the tap. They don't show you the tap. The uh, like the last minute, and you're like, "Well, I think we've just blown the full budget for <laughs> the entire trip." And you're like, "Fuck, we need to tap as well." Yeah, I want that. And then that. <laughs> Bit of a shock. That's that's class. Like, do you want to give the Liz Rose chat? Yeah, yeah. Liz is amazing. So basically, Liz like wrote Taylor Swift's first two albums with her and. Has like more hits than I've had hot dinners, as they say. Um, <laughs> the, the, the cliches, um, but no. But she's amazing. She's she's got this publishing company, um, who Femka that Greg was talking about was a, a writer with, and we joined. So she kind of hooked us up and we wrote some stuff with their writers. And like when we've been over, like we stay at her house and things like that. She's just absolutely amazing. But we finally we like we'd known her for ages and known all of her team and everything. Um and then we finally got this right arranged when we were, we were over in Nashville. So it was Calum and I went into this room with her and like she that made us breakfast and things before, but we'd never actually written. And you know, you, you see the list of people that she's written with and it's just you know, just like star after star. So mm-hmm. it's kinda like a bit pressured. So we had a few ideas that we went through. And like she sits there, like not even with a guitar or anything, and she's just like, she, "Oh yeah, I love that bit." And then she just say a line, like it was nothing. And then, like the line is like the most perfect, like poignant, like meaningful line you can imagine. Place and yeah, it, it was just like it was like sitting in a room and just chatting to somebody about an idea for a song. And then at the end, you're like, "Oh my god, we've got an amazing song." <laughs> within like an, an hour maybe that she's just an she's the nicest person in the world and she's an absolute machine of a songwriter yeah just just knows what sounds good and what makes a good song and just just gets it it's absolutely I amazing totally it. like that oh i know like that's that's what i'm trying to like get to as a songwriter is to to get anyone near her level that's that's, but, that's quite cool because am I right in understanding that like not to need you like did she like you guys got together and went through a process of like was it like a sort of like a like a combination of every band member's sort of like struggles and like sort of like hard times and she sort of took that and put that yeah. into the songs like we kind of went through ideas and things beforehand like before we went over and like we were always talking about song ideas and. Like like I was saying before with like song titles and kind of extrapolating that into some lines and things. So like we're we're sitting and we're we're just kind of discussing things and we'd mention things that we discussed about as a band and then we're just sitting in this room talking and it, it was just like completely open honesty. Like 
saying things that I wouldn't expect to. I mean, she's not a stranger, but like mm. saying things that you'd only like say to your close friends. Like, oh yeah, I remember when this happened. This happened, and it made me feel like this. And it was like a kind of therapy session that you just ended up pouring like your complete, like all your memories and everything you've done felt like it got captured in that song. It was absolutely amazing. That is pretty cool. Like it's quite surreal. Like hearing that. I've obviously have like I've listened to the song many a times. I'm not just saying that. Like it is, it's quite cool. Obviously, like I'm, 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 I'm just like a total like music novice. So like when when you're explaining how to write a song, that's to me, it's like, oh my god, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> but that's like a completely other level, like a process, like how she's able to just like sort of capture that and just make it like what it is and obviously it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a decent success as well like it's it's not it's not been hanging about anyway um i don't know if all those streams were you though like on the night i got launched um, <laughs> <laughs> i think i think you need to launch an investigation into that like <laughs> robbie runs a second laptop where it just like goes through an entire catalog on, <laughs> on it, it's almost paid for itself <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You guys have had so many like big things and um like that this happened to you. Like like again from an outside perspective, it looks like you guys are rocketing up. You are like making it. And I know Paul um has he's he's got this question written down, so I'm sorry, Paul, still stealing your question. Sorry, but sorry. You you guys you guys worked with is, is it Shoe? Is that right? On an Adidas advert? Is that is yeah. that is that good? How and that was so cool, by the way. Like yeah, what? that was that was amazing. So so we just got this. Um, we just got a message from Shu, um, someone Funny. from their team, um, just saying like they had this Adidas advert, um, and they were kind of shortlisting songs and wondering if we'd be interested. And like it was literally just the right person at the right time who was a Dancing Tables fan who was just like had been tasked with finding music for this advert and was just like I know exactly the song and yeah it was Body which was so cool. That is amazing. Did you guys get any free Adidas out of it? I, I I didn't get a free Adidas, but then I tried to chase it up with the person. I got a free pair of New Balance, which doesn't. Oh, nice. <laughs> 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 do, I, do I do this Adidas advert? I class. <laughs> you got any New Balance? I like we'll, we'll, we'll give him some New Balance. So I'll keep it quiet. <laughs> I, I do have a. I did have a few discount codes as well, which which was oh. good. So I did get Adidas. And, um, and similarly, similarly to that, um, you guys also had a track on Made in Chelsea. Yeah, we, we yeah. had a few now, which is kind of mad because it always happens. Sends like, us the greatest months. respect, Robbie. <laughs> well, yeah, we've just had a few, you know. Yeah, not another one. Those are those are strange ones. Those ones totally came out of nowhere as well. And you know, I think once they caught onto one, they then caught onto another two after that and it was very again that's very odd it was like they were like kind of in the opening seat it was i think it was opening scenes of all of them and then one of them was the finale and it was, that's you know these are like things that yeah. i i didn't watch i'm not going to put myself out there and say i watched that there's there's members of the band that do watch made in jail so i'm not going to name any names <laughs> um it was Is just it you know uh, oh, no comment no comment <laughs> but yeah it was it was just like so nice to again see that and the music getting used um, 
for something you know bigger than it is at the time so mm-hmm. yeah and 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 how does something like that like come about do they, they literally just message you and go can we use this song and then you just kind of go yeah okay and then that's that's it literally is as simple as that like yeah. you literally get an email saying there's been a request and you're, yeah that, that sounds good and then it happens as men as a jank it's like the genre of like music because like your tunes are like upbeat good level good rhythm do you think it's like the genre that does that or like the style of like the songs like what, what do you think it is that keeps on getting it packed up and like obviously it's, it's popular and it's it's coming through like your style your style of songs are like I, I i don't know if i've actually listened to another band that's like on the the sort of like same exact same sort of like style to be honest um i mean there's other like sort of like indie rock bands that are that have like something similar but it's not you know the same um so do you, like what, what, what do you think it is about your tunes that keep on getting it picked up for these kinds of things i know this sounds really really cocky and i've completely stopped saying it but <laughs> three three years ago when i was doing interviews and stuff i went through a phase of saying like we we don't make music for any genre we make music for dancing on tables which i i think at the time i thought i was this kind of like like alex Turner, like like giving like really cool like sound bites that people on twitter <laughs> think was really cool but obviously that wasn't but like we, we generally like, going to be the headline of the advert for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, in, in all seriousness, like we we don't we, we're not like all right, let's write like an indie song or let's write uh-huh. a pop song. Like mm-hmm. we just write music and we just make it into collectively the best song that we possibly can make that we enjoy listening to most ourselves. Like before it even gets to other people, so. I, I don't know. I, I think we're very kind of loose with what we use as influences, and we just kind of pick and choose different parts for for each song. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the way that, I mean, I, I don't know. We we look we, lo- we love our music. We absolutely we think our, the songs that we put out are like amazing, or we wouldn't put them out. So hopefully, yeah, I mean, it's just people think you make the music that you want to hear, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's not just for like consumers it's not just the case of like well we know the crowd will like this we want to like it first before oh, no. we get out yeah no totally because I, I always think like but like when we're in the studio and it's oh should it be this or should it be that and it always goes through my head like if this is a song that absolutely breaks it we become like a one-hit wonder this is a one massive song goes to number one and i have to sing this song for the rest of my life will i actually be happy singing it this way or will I be much happier singing it the other way I know that's a really extreme way to think about things but no I totally get it it's just kind of taking it in that big picture means that you have to you know it's, it's easy to make choices yeah. yeah I actually I quite like the way that you've sort of put it in there is this a song is this the style that I have to sing for the rest of my life I, I really like that like that's that is really I don't know it just it sounds right if that sort of makes sense like, like when you said yeah. that it just made sense to me and it's like well of course why wouldn't you look at it in that way yeah. but it's not how everyone thinks about it you know what i mean like because yeah, it's it, pretty cool every song we put out we like we would love to be playing like when we're playing gigs when we're 70 like rolling stones do like playing 50 year old songs like that that is you know we, we aim to be as big as we possibly can be so there's every chance that songs we're putting out now 
if the right connection was to happen, you know, it could be like that. So, yeah, it's yeah. It, it, it's thinking ambitiously, but also it, it's ambitious logic. Oh, it's, it's oh, quite there, there, there's your soundbite. That's definitely gone on the pre-roll of this. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've gone very deep and philosophical suddenly. I like it. It's, 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 it's right up there with boo. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, you're giving me PTSD. There's PTSD. Right there. Sorry, sorry. Oh, it's your birthday today, isn't it, Gregor? <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. oh, that is amazing. <laughs> oh, I, I just find that like absolutely hilarious. That it's just like, you know what I mean? Because it, 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 it just brings it in, like, it brings it all back to it. You're just, at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, you're abandoned stuff, but you are all mates. Like, having a laugh together and it just it's brilliant to just like see that and be able to relate to that because at the end of the day that's that's what you do with your mates you just you piss them off and make fun yeah. of them and have a laugh with them you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah i definitely don't think you'd survive as a band if you weren't like properly good mates yeah too much goes on on a daily basis for you not to Gregor says that knowingly. <laughs> <laughs> and you've also got to have thick skin. You get that one in there as well. Yeah, that's that's all. Awesome. <laughs> I, th- I think um, I think coming off the back of that would be a really good good opportunity to ask this question. But you know, like when when you you guys obviously got together for the first time. This is me going way way back. Um, as you know, friends at a school who just happened to play all the right instruments, which is really fucking lucky, by the way. Um, that's really good. Um, but when you got started, did you ever think you would get to this point? That's a good question. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, I like for me, like when we started, like I've, I've, I think it's always important to always have goals and always be working towards something. So, mm. like originally, like I was like really into going to see bands and always wanted to play in King Tut's because I'd seen so many great bands. Oh, I love King, King Tut's. And Tut's, yeah. So, like, my, originally, it was, like, I want to play King Tut's. Mm-hmm. And then we did, and I think we're about to play it for, like, the fourth time. So we, we played it in, like, 2016. I was like, all right, like, what do we do now? So then it was, like, I want to play the Barrowlands, and then we've now played the Hydro. I'm like, okay, well, that kind of overtakes it. That was would probably be the step after so now it's like right what do i want to you know what what do i want to do now like what can i see myself doing in the next couple of years so i I think now it's like i don't know like like main stage transmit or something like that like yeah that's so funny you should say that about king tuts um because when i started out that was the goal i set myself and and weirdly you said when you played it first time 2016 it was the same for myself so like it it's really weird that king tuts is like that first stepping stone for a lot of bands that you know they, they look at it and go that is the place that i want to play and i'm happy if i get there because i said to myself if like is lo- no matter what i do with music as long as i can play king tuts and walk away from that and yeah. say i've played there i'm quite happy to call it a day it's just so yeah. iconic isn't it yeah and and uh, on on the topic of king tuts if you're happen to be there on the thursday the 24th of september and um, you'll mm. see dancing on tables on our head tickets available from our website I love a good well, game. I'm, I'm actually going to be buying one um, when I get paid next week. That's on my that's on my to do mm-hmm. list. I've actually I've actually been um, 
like personally I've like oh, like I really wanted to get tickets to see you guys like before everything like started off but I was in a like a transition try to go like between jobs and it was just a total nightmare I felt so bad I was like oh, I really want to go I feel really bad I'm asking them to come on a podcast and I'm leaving it in their gig <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I was like add all songs to Spotify playlist like I think we'll need to stick it in the the, the, the diary bit. Stephen I, I've actually just wrote it in there and believe it Maybe it's me that's getting all the streams up just because I felt bad that I've not actually been to one of the gigs yet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely it's, it's on there. What was that, mate? I said it would, ex- would explain why our demographic Scotland. <laughs> Central Scotland. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I think it's really funny, just as a wee side note, like you can see on, like it's called Spotify for Artists, you can see a breakdown of your mm. streams. And I was oh. on it today. And our cover of Merry Christmas, everybody, yesterday had three streams and the day before had five streams. <laughs> it was There are Christmas songs. That's brilliant. It's, it's actually... all like Indonesia and South Korea and stuff. It's mental. Is it Christmas over there? Oh, my God. I'd, I'd, Everyone's I'd gone. I think so. I mean, Co- it, it must be. Corona's oh got God. everybody going Christmas every day for the next week, but then. Yeah. <laughs> I, either that or they're like, we've been stuck indoors for so long, I don't know how long it must be Christmas by now. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get the Christmas tunes on. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? Um, see, when, see when you check that, the more there's going to be another stream because I'm actually going to play it tonight just, uh, just, just to keep it up. We need to keep it in the stream. I'm, I'm going to think once a day for the foreseeable future. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> we're starting a trend uh, it's Gregor's birthday every day it's Christmas every day and <laughs> Gregor's always the evil guy um, he always gets yeah. good so if ever you see, if ever you see him in, in a crowded place folks um, just uh, sing happy birthday and then boom <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that is the that is the epitome, epitome of like just demoralising someone or boom <laughs> and then sing happy birthday sorry yeah I don't know this was I, I suppose that, that that would probably be the nicest way. Boo! Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday to Boo! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> always thinking about that song right there, Robbie. Always thinking That's about it. it. <laughs> always <laughs> oh, I, I suppose one of the um, a nice wee uh, sort of couple of closing questions or closing question. Where do you guys see yourself going next? Like, what is the next? Obviously, you've got this, um, the new single, uh, Losing It, obviously, getting released into it, second of May, dropping in again. Um, you've got that coming up, which will be another another really good milestone for, for Dancing on Tables. But um, what's the next big aim? Obviously, we've got to come out of lockdown, um, so I would assume you've sort of adjusted for that. What is what is next on the Dancing on Tables calendar, if there is such a calendar? And if no, you need to make one. So this year we'll be releasing this this next EP. Mm. Um, so then I think twenty twenty one, if we've got the right kind of team, like the the right people who want to be involved in place, then it'll be the debut album. Woo! Nice one. Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say That's debut cool. album and tour America would be my two aims for next year. Like Whoa, support, that uh, is cool. Tour in America, in, in big and everything. You can only. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, what, what about you, Gregor? Yeah. Not get booed. Yeah, not get booed. That's a great start. <laughs> um, to any gig, really, if that's how. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose, again, it's just, you know, 
just a really frustrating time because you know, we had to cancel our tour after the first couple of days and then you know rescheduling. Mm-hmm. But again, there's there's a lot of uncertainty with even the mm-hmm. rescheduling. You know, and a lot of festivals have been cancelled this year. It's, it's, it's a bit of a wipeout. Yeah, Twenty twenty, but moved to next year. Yeah. They they are like, just destined to not play. Yeah, I was just thinking that earlier <laughs> on. <laughs> I think I've had tickets to them twice now. Twice it's been cancelled. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I just I, very similar to Robbie. I just kind of playing bigger and better venues. Again, Europe's another one for me. If that's you know the case of us doing some shows there ourselves or jumping on the back of a support tour or um. And and just kind of getting, really getting the music to a state where it's you know it's evolving and you know we're just releasing better music that's you know hopefully getting to more ears and uh, you know and we can I suppose just continue what we're doing. That's mm. that's a goal in itself. Um, yeah, I just feel it's you know we've got so much we've had so much time over you know this period to kind of set out kind of goals and you know, like thoroughly think through, you know, what what, what are the next steps. Yeah. Do you think do you think looking back that the lockdown in the long run might have actually been something that was hugely beneficial for you? Do you think you'll look back and that period was actually a blessing in disguise, although obviously you had to cut your tour short. Do you think it will you'll look back and think that? Um I, I think personally, like the like I've had so much time to that I've been working on like playing guitar and working on piano and working on songwriting techniques and you know I've I've been able to in fact we all have actually I know for a fact we all have because we've all you know we've all been sending each other stuff and Gregor's been making these I, I don't even know what you describe them as kind of chart pop mixes of our songs I'd, basically yeah, yeah just been ruining our songs by making them <laughs> anything <laughs> well not ruining them no I've just I've, yeah I giving them a wee remix a wee bit of Vici in there is that right that was <laughs> literally it that's yeah. essentially it but you know it's, I think I think you know we're all working on different things and being able to kind of you know, produce in different ways the same with Robbie you know working on songwriting technique I, I do a lot of production and you know working you know adding more strings to your bow I think it's the, the, such a mm. Kind of important thing to to make sure that we all can the music progresses but we all kind of progress um, as, individuals Aye, as individuals as well yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. gregor you you do um i know it's not like specifically dancing on tables related but like being being in dancing on tables and obviously like now you've sort of progressed and you, you're actually doing stuff like offering services other budding yeah. music musicians um, that's well, it yeah from yeah yeah yeah, I, I, I've kind of just, it's, it's more to kind of, kind of get, well, obviously work with more people and, you know, through yeah. the band we've been able to do that. It's, it's, you know, you get to the point where it's like, well, you know, we've been working on music for so long, it's like well, trying to, you know, offer up a, a service in terms of production and, and recording and editing and mixing and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. it's It's just kind of, it's kind of come naturally for me, but yeah, I, I worked with it. And as, again, these are friends of ours that are on the music scene as well. And mm-hmm. I think it's just, it's, yeah, networking, if anything, and, you know, kind of pushing your own skills forward. Yeah. yeah. I suppose it kind of goes to like, like what you were saying earlier, Robbie, like 
if 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 there you've obviously got like your degree and stuff, but it's like if the worst were to happen, like where is your sort of back? Like like doing what you guys are doing, like your fallback might end up just being a slight step back in music anyway because that's your passion and you're always going to be in there so now, I think it's probably got to a stage now where you can't get out of music you're, you're always going to have to have like one foot in the music industry because yeah. that's ultimately Definitely, what your passion yeah. is which is which is a great thing you know what I mean like at least it gives you like an aim and a vision for the future you've got the big goal of like the band and then you've got like those smaller like personal goals you're like you know what? This is this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to grow, and then this is where the band's going to go. Like, because we've all grown together, type thing. So it's quite, it's nice to, it's nice to to have like been able to learn that from you guys. Because you know, I mean, it's not every day you get to get the inside scoop from from band um, like yourselves, which is which is really which is really quite interesting. So uh, it's been it's been it's been great um, to have you guys on. So thanks very oh, much. Thank for, you for having for us. Thank no, you. yeah, it's, it's been great. Appreciate but, it. Um, but before we finish, remember, guys, we are gonna have we are gonna have a game of yes. oh, or bullshit. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So fact or bullshit? I'm gonna give you guys one fact that's true and one fact that's bullshit, right? And you guys are gonna be playing against each other, right? Now that's the way we like it. <laughs> right, exactly. Now going going by the topic of the conversation, if you get it right. Happy birthday. And if you get it wrong, <laughs> <ooh. laughs> <laughs> That was so well thought out as well. Props that is to amazing. Believe it or not, right? See, after you told me that story, that's what's been on my mind. <laughs> You've been buzzing for this moment. Oh, I have been so <laughs> Right, so I'll give you guys... Well, I'll give you five initially and we'll see how it goes. And if you want to do more, then we can do more. All right, but... Uh, so, <clears throat> we'll, we'll probably find some sort of tune. Paul will find like a tune to put in here. So, like a factor bullshit. So, we, we'll make one. <laughs> uh, we, we, we will make one. Right. So, Robbie, Gregor, fact or bullshit? Which one is fact and which one is bullshit? Superman didn't always fly, or you only use 10% of your brain. Which one's fact and which one's bullshit? Oh. How, how, how do we answer? Is it one person shouts out? So we'll say, Robbie, give us your answer first and then Gregor. Okay. Um, I think 10% of your brain is fact. I think Superman is bullshit. But I've, I've, I've not really watched any Superman things, so I'm not too sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the opposite. Oh, Gregor, is it like thirty percent of your brain? <laughs> yes, Gregor. Oh. Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> Maybe you use ten percent of your brain, Robbie. I'm also gonna edit like a, like from free sound or something, like a clip of someone doing. <laughs> Abu <laughs> is clearly not good enough. <laughs> I was clearly only using ten percent of my brain. <laughs> um, so, are you up for question two of fact or bullshit? So, is it fact or bullshit? The first computer was invented in the nineteen forties, or you can only see the Great Wall of China 
from space? Which one's fact? Which one's bullshit? Well, surely you can see the Great Wall of China if you're there. <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> from space the only human thing you can see is the great wall of china like <laughs> no it's a cat you know can- see 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 looking back yeah the way i said it was pretty fucked up <laughs> <laughs> that i i know that i well I think that's true. You can see the Great Wall of China face. I can't even remember the other one. <laughs> but the other one was the I, first computer was invented in the 19th. Oh, I would. So that's which definitely fact, false. Which one's bullshit? It would need to be before that. Sorry, I'm getting really competitive here. I do apologize. The Great Wall. You can see the Great Wall of China from space. Fact. You can only bullshit. see the Great Wall of China from space. Um, like as opposed to like human things that have been built. That's the only thing you can see. Oh. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Just go with it. Well, you think that's that that's that one's the fact? Another one, the computer's bullshit. Is that is that your answer? Yes. Walk in. Okay. I, I think Gregor's right, but just to just for the spirit of the competition, I'm gonna go against him. Oh, Robbie. Happy birthday. Yay! <laughs> yes! I, I was bluffing all along. I knew that. <laughs> He's feeling it back. It's one one. And Gregor, uh, as as it's tradition at every dance on tables gig. Boo! Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going red. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So this is going to be a tough one. Question number three of fact or bullshit? Is it fact or is it bullshit? Space smells like seared steak, or? <laughs> You, you, <laughs> you, lose, you lose most of your body heat through your head. Which one's fact and which one's bullshit? And Robbie, it's you to give us your answer first. Well, I've been saying my whole life that, like, in the cold, I have to wear a hat because you lose most of your heat through your head. But then is it maybe... That's the whole point of the game. Yeah. To make you question yourself. But then, is it maybe something like, the answer is skin? Who knows? But I'm going I'm to go fact for, for the head. Fact for the head and space is bullshit. I think it smells like unseared steak, not seared steak. <laughs> ah, someone likes <laughs> a, a rare, rare steak. Yeah, that's what I think it is. It's just, it's just meat rather than steak. <laughs> oh, I kind of like steak. I, I would, I would want that to be true. Go on then. Again, you think that one's fact. You guys are proper competitive. Well, you, you never know. Like, <laughs> I, d- I just want to go there posing just to see if you know. You just, you're, this is just a. Can you, well, can you imagine? They've just, I don't know. They just wow. left some left some steaks out there, and the, the, the environment. <laughs> <laughs> the environment's just kind of—I don't know. There's no, nothing else there. Believe it or not, according to some former astronauts, space does have a distinctive odor <laughs> that hangs around post spacewalk. They've described it as a hot meal or searing steak. So, Gregor, happy birthday! And to correct the fact you don't lose most of your heat through your head, actually, it's your thighs because it's the biggest it's a lot of muscle mass and like your, your lower torso. But they're all—they're uh... always covered up. 
they're always because you're always wearing clothes. If you were naked, that's where you'd lose your heat. But because you're always covered, if you're naked and wearing the hat, there's, there's some questions to be raised there. <laughs> there, there, there are there are some questions actually to be asked there. You're you're, you're quite right. Um, <laughs> and it kind of makes me question what, uh, why I dress the way I do. Um, <laughs> can, we, can we recap the scores? Scores on the doors. So the scores currently: Gregor's on two, Robbie's on one. You like that, Robbie? Gregor's winning I'm fine fine, Gregor there's plenty of time pal plenty of time (laughs) so so fact or bullshit number four right is it fact or is it bullshit the longest wedding veil was the same length as 63 and a half football fields or your fingernails and hair keep growing after you die Robbie it's you to answer first this time no pressure no pressure that first one seems like such a weird fact of made up. Made upness. Or on the internet, or, is or, such or a weird is fact, it fact that would be you... posted everywhere. Yeah. Just to uh, give you some doubt. I think, I think, oh, I'm going to say this, and I know it's going to be wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway, but I think your hair and fingernails still growing when you die is bullshit. And the football fields is the fact. That is indeed, answer. That is indeed the fact. Gregor? Well, you see. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, know you're gonna, I know what you're going to do. I know exactly what but, you're going to do. But maybe, you know, he's not said how long after you die. I mean, you die. Do you still have, like, things working? Your cells and all that are still working? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna do the reverse to what Robbie said. I think the fact is the hairs and hair and nails still grow because there's no Gregor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I thought you were just gonna say um, whatever I said because you knew you were in front, so you couldn't lose. But he hey, hopes like a sneaky thing to do. That would have been a sneaky thing to do. But, uh, no, just just to correct, actually, when you die, you decompose. Um, it just leaves a skeleton eventually. Um, so no, nothing grows <laughs> after you die. Uh, <laughs> apart from the flowers <laughs> above you, also known as pushing daisies. But um, it was actually a woman called Maria Par- Paraskeva from Cyprus when she got married. And just just like uh, 2018, um, her goal wasn't just to say I do. She wanted to set a world record. And the wedding veil was 22,843 feet and uh, 2.11 inches long. Or the exact same as wow. 63 and a half football fields. Jesus impressive. Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's see if you guys know this one then. So, is it fact or is it bullshit? Now, just to recap, the scores are 2-2. Two, two. This is question number five coming up, right? So, no pressure, lads, no pressure. So, fact or bullshit? You don't taste different flavours with different parts of your tongue, or the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Which is fact and which is bullshit? Is this Gregor first? Yes, it's Gregor first, yep. Has to be the first one as fact. Oh, but then it's he's just having a laugh here. It's like that just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole point of this was to have a laugh. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm taking it too far. Um, can you no, you can never take it too far. But actually, I'll ship a trophy out to you. 
Um, a pointless trophy. <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to need to come up with a prize. <laughs> <laughs> a pointless <I'm>... trophy. <laughs> no, I would like that if you could get your hands on one of them. <laughs> um, I'll just like go- I'll just like draw one on a bit of paper and just like sell tape it to something heavy and send that to you. <laughs> go. Can you just recap the first one for me again? The first one. You don't taste different flavors with different parts of your tongue. Yeah, that's a fact. The the Scotland's national animal be not final answer. Robbie, no, no what's your answer? Well. The other day, my dad told me that Scotland's national animal was a unicorn. So, do you believe unless, it? unless you're in cahoots with my dad, um, <laughs> and this has all been one big duping, I'm going to tell you that is my truth. Just to get you back well, for the happy birthdays. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if any of you have your passport to hand because on the right hand side of the passport is indeed a unicorn, oh. the national animal of Scotland. Um, God and- Almighty. <laughs> and uh, yeah, putting stuff to the back of your tongue does a uh, fuck all, um, believe it or not. Um, so yeah, believe it or not, the national animal of Scotland is indeed a unicorn. So the scores are now 3 2. Don't know, do you guys want to play on? You want a wee tiebreaker question? I mean, tiebreaker insinuates that Gregor didn't lose Give him a chance to equalise. D- double or quits. Double or quits. Double or quits. Ooh, here we go. So, big man's getting old. It's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite good here. Um, aging gracefully. <laughs> <clears throat> so, is it fact or is it bullshit? Final question. Double or quits. You heard it here first. This is a good one. Fact or bullshit? A penny dropped from the Empire State Building will kill you if it hits you. Bees sometimes sting other bees. Which one is fact and which one is bullshit? Robbie. I can't remember who's to, who's to go first. I think it's Robbie, yeah. It's Robbie. So, a penny dropped from the Empire State Building will kill you? If it hits you. Yeah, if it hits you. Yeah, I'll take that. That's that's quite a distance. I'll go. That's I think my that's truth. the fact. Yeah. That's my fact. Okay. Gregor, I'm going for the bees as fact. Ooh. And that draws it completely in tie. Gregor, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair, I'm also surprised at that as well. I would have took Empire State Building. Come on. I'm, I'm yeah. sure yeah. I can make my. I, Oh, has that been tried by somebody? Believe, believe, believe it or not, it'll be a suicide penny... attempt, wouldn't it? <laughs> the, the, the penny, the penny's just not heavy enough, so it's uh, it, it's it's the force that it can reach against basically the friction of air. It doesn't get to a high enough speed where it can actually kill you. Wow, it would just be sore. It's just like it's just drop like a cats. piano on the other hand. I drop a piano on the other hand, and you will most definitely die. So to be <laughs> fair, right? We did say double equips, but that is three three. I'm gonna yeah. do one more because we need to. We need to. We'll have to. Well, how competitive you guys there. are! Something needs to come out the winner. Right. <laughs> Very true. I'm well invested now. <laughs> right. Okay. Fact or bullshit? Kids ask three hundred questions a day. Or quicksand sucks you underground until you die. Which one is fact? Which one is bullshit? Is it this me is first? Oh. Gregor first, believe it or not. Oh, I mean, 
Do you know what? Do you know what? See for this one, right? See for this one. Like, discuss it between yourselves. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say fact, and you have to say after three which one you're going for is fact. Because this one, we can't have any unfair advantages here. So, okay. discuss it between yourselves. We've got, we've, you've, you've got this. And just for easiness, go one or two rather than reading out the full fact. So, okay. we're like, we can hear you. I, I, I think that kids would ask potentially more than that and what was the other one again the sand quicksand sand. sucks you underground until you die and i would say that it wouldn't know if you're dead or not so it just would suck you under and oh, whether you're alive or not. Well <laughs> thinking it isn't, yeah isn't isn't relative is my answer Ooh, right so oh are you are you answered your one there so so you're fine i have the, i've, I've, I've 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 okay. stayed the challenge to Stobie to Right, okay. Okay. So wait, so you think that the sand underground. It doesn't matter it doesn't matter what he thinks, Gregor. All that matters is what you think. Okay. Quick sand sucks you underground until you die. Kids ask three hundred questions a day. Which one's fact? Which one's bullshit? Quick sand quick sand sucks you under until you until you die. Fact. You think that's the fact? Yes. You are both. Boo! Fucking wrong. <laughs> Kids ask three hundred questions a day, and quicksand—that was just an invention in the movies. Believe it or not, if you actually get sucked in the quicksand in real life, you float to the top because you're very buoyant. Right, we'll have to do a final one. You, 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 you I know. It's, it's mental. It's I, mental. I, but Gregor and I said different. No, we all said sand. No, you said the same thing. I said quicksand's not true. I said that's. <gasps> Shocking turn of events. We'll need to check the edit. Final scores to be determined. (laughs) You know what? As as a good sportsman, Robbie, I'll give it to you. You can have it, pal. (laughs) This is gonna be very embarrassing. You you didn't win the jackpot at pointless. Take this as (laughs) Jack. Perfect. That's absolutely brilliant. Oh god. Well, that that concludes it. Good sportsman, Robbie. You win four against three. So, Robbie, happy about this. Yay! <laughs> Thank you very much. It's going to be awful if I wasn't correct. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I actually quite like that game. I just thought it up here. Ten minutes before we started, so uh, I'm gonna. I will. Uh, we'll keep that. Keep that going forward. I think. <laughs> uh, that's, that's and quite, I think. I different. think just just because it will be funny, we'll keep happy birthday and boo because people won't really know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's well class done. well guys well done to uh, Robbie for winning fact or bullshit that's great uh, your prize will be the first um, winner. not coming in the post because um, I kind of leave my house so sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> just uh, again lads thanks so much for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure um, just to recap again for everyone um, tell them what songs you've got now, what what you want them to go, where's your website, when's your next gig uh, rescheduled for, and what's coming up. Give them all the plugs. Throw it all in there. So our next single is Losing It. It's out the 22nd of May. Um, it's going to be amazing. You can get involved with the video, depending on when this comes out. Um, I'm trying to remember our tour dates. We're playing King Tuts in Glasgow, 24th of September. And then the rest of our UK tour starts again on the 12th of November and we're all over England for the rest of that. That's amazing. 
Perfect, guys. Thanks so much. It's been an absolute Brilliant. pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, I really That's appreciate it, guys. It's been great. It's been, it's been great. Honestly, I've had, I've had an absolute an absolute blast. It's <laughs> <laughs> been funny. No worries. Uh, so, so, V boys, thank you very much. You're so very welcome, guys. Very Catch welcome. us later on. Thanks, Have a good night. See you later on, boys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Network.